Buenos dias, buenos dias, buenos dias. Welcome to today's Mayito Minute. What I'm going to bring you guys today is a, a conversation that I had with an individual um, over Facebook Messenger. So he took me on my word and, you know, I, I always say that I like to hear from you guys and I want to hear from you guys and um, want to know a little bit more about your story and just get good chat, discussion, conversation going about some of the stuff that I'm putting out there. And uh, this individual who will remain anonymous, he, um, he took me up on that. And so he sent me a message that, uh, that was pretty awesome. And I, I feel like it was spot on. And so I wanted to share it with you guys because I think it answers an issue that, uh, that gets brought up quite a bit. And um, yeah, just through our conversation, he and I, I think we came up with a pretty good answer to, uh, to, this, to this question or this, this riddle that many of us are trying to solve. So, um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that he said was, um, you know, like 90% of your competitions, 90% of your performances of your training is going to be like dealing with setbacks, right? Like dealing with things like injuries, dealing with things like you go and you compete and, and something happens that doesn't allow that performance to go off without a hitch or that training session to go off without a hitch. Like there, there's a little something there. Sometimes it's a big something and it just doesn't allow you to just open up the gates and, and see um, what you are truly capable of. And so he says that that's like 90% of it, right? He says 10% are those times when, you know what? Like it, it does go off without a hitch. There, there are no setbacks. There are no obstacles. Like you go out there and you train and you perform and it's just, it's one of those days, right? Um, and so what he says is that, hey, when, because of those 10%, because of those, you know, far and few between instances when that happens, it keeps us coming back for more, right? It keeps us hungry. It keeps us motivated because we think to ourselves, wow, like I really hit that one well. Um, this is what I'm capable of. And so it just, it keeps stringing us along. We keep going, right? And we continue to put in 100% effort, right? The underlying thing is, you know, as an elite athlete or as an elite business person or, or as somebody who's looking to be the best version of themselves, committing to mastery, like we continue to put in 100% effort to get to the 10% of the time when we actually can see our true potential. So if we think about it, 90% is quote unquote wasted, but I'm using that term loosely because it's wasted if we have the wrong mindset and if we have the wrong perspective. Now, I'm going to jump into a little bit of this gentleman's story so that you guys kind of get an idea of kind of what he was doing, like like what the 100% effort for him looked like. So he talks about the fact that, this is running by the way, he talks about the fact that he ran like 154 miles a week for several months, right? He talks about the fact that he got to the place where he could run a 20 mile uh, training run and he could finish the last 5K of that run on the track in 15 minutes and 30 seconds, just really fast. Um, he talks about taking fourth place in one of the longest um, or one of the, the largest 10 milers in the country. He ran a 50-50 for 10 miles. Um, 
He talks about he was in he did a stint in Boulder and for those of you that know that area there's a famous road called Magnolia Road and um it like like that that road is at altitude it's at an extremely high altitude and you know he talks about running a 24 miler up there at 10,000 feet at 532 pace right um 3 weeks later he like like that that run that he did uh, up up Magnolia Road, three weeks after that run was the Olympic trials, which is what he had been working for, right? Like all of these things, 154 miles a week, finishing a 15:30, you know, 5k for a 20 uh, on a 20 miler, like the 50, 50, 10 miler, and then some of the other things that he talks about. He talks about doing, you know, two by two mile repeats on the track. And I think he did them in like 9.30 and 9.36 with just seven minutes rest separating them. So, I mean, he had he had put in his 100% effort, right? Um, he was doing all of the right things to go and compete at the Olympic trials, right? Um, and he had suffered like, like through this period where he's doing all of this training and he's, he's getting himself ready. Um, he had suffered numerous setbacks, right? He had suffered some of these injuries. He had suffered some of these races and training sessions that didn't go the way that he wanted them to. And he just kept picking himself back up because that's what elite performers do. They just, they don't use those setbacks as excuses to quit. What they do is they, they just find a way to solve that problem to circumvent that obstacle or whatever it happens to be. And then they just, they just basically pick up where they left off and continue to build, right? Um, because it really is, he's getting ready for the Olympic trial. So it wasn't like he trained for eight weeks to get ready for this thing. It really was, he was knocking on the doorstep of being able to compete here because he had been consistent. So it's not the, oh man, I got a little bit of a knee injury and I had to take four days off. That's not what's going to keep you from the trials, right? What's going to keep you from the Olympic trials is, oh man, I've got a little knee injury and I had to take four days off. And you make the, you make that four days, you make it three weeks just because you just don't feel like going out there and starting over again or picking up where you left off because you feel like you've lost fitness and speed and all those kinds of things. But I digress a little bit. So here we are. He does the run on Magnolia Road. He's got the Olympic trials in three weeks. The problem is that on that run that he did, he hurt his Achilles tendon. And he says that was the last setback running wise. That was the last setback that he was willing to endure. And so he packed it up. He even sends me the date. You know, he remembers the date. It was October 6th of 2007. He says, that was it, Mario. That, that was the last day that, that I um, had my eyes set on the, the training and the preparation and all of that for the Olympic trials. Um, I, I never got there, right? And I never will get there. Um, so the, the conversation that we had was really, really neat because here's a story that when we look at it, many of us go, oh my gosh, like that guy did all of that to get somewhere and he didn't get there. Um, his body like broke down 
and he had just gotten to the point where the, the setbacks were too much for him to take on, and he realized that he could no longer get himself motivated to put himself through the things he knew he needed to do in order to get himself back to that place where he can be fit enough to have a legitimate shot of going to the trials and competing there. And many people would like be really, if, if this was, if this was them, think about this being you. I mean, would you be disappointed? Would you be angry? Would you be upset? Like, would this hurt you, right? Would this wound you in some way? Now, We'd all be lying, myself included, if the answer to that was not yes. I mean, man, so much work, so much time. This guy's a family man, so much sacrifice, right? Like something's got to give. In terms of his life balance, when he was doing these things, a, a lot of his day, a lot of his waking hours was, was like tied up in running, in preparation and training. So a lot of people would be like, wow, that hurts. And it does. Absolutely. Right. But as this gentleman and I are going back and forth on, uh, you know, on messenger, cause he asked my thoughts about everything that I threw at him there or, or everything that he threw at me. I'm sorry. Um, I said, you know, but here's the thing, man, like that's you gave the best, you gave the 100% effort and you had some of those moments where you got that 10% and you saw what that was like. But as you were training and preparing and giving that 100% effort, you just got to the point where your body was not able to handle the rigor of that training and, and then your spirit, your mind got to the point where you just weren't willing to, to, to continue to do those things anymore, Right? So here's the uh, here's what I wanted to to kind of talk about during this episode is all right. So what is that an, an example of? That's an example of, ladies and gentlemen, the fact that like it wasn't in the cards for this guy to go to the Olympic trials, and even though he wanted to with all his mind, body, and soul to go to the Olympic trials, that just was not there for him to. It, it wasn't. It wasn't there for him to compete there. It wasn't in his destiny. It wasn't in his fate. It wasn't in the hands of his God. However you want to phrase this, right? So a lot of people would be like, wow, that, that's pretty defeatist. But here's where I feel like a solid mindset can really do us a good solid thing. And, and he has this solid mindset, by the way. Um, we can look at this one of two ways. We can look at this as all of my eggs were in the basket to go to the trials. Everything that I did was intentional to go to the trials and I didn't go to the trials. So all of that time was wasted. I could have been doing something else. I'm angry that I actually even tried to do this thing. Or or we can look at it a different way and say, you know, I gave my best effort to want to compete at the trials, 
But for some reason or another, I was not able to do that. But man, look at everything that I did to get there. And that was my 100%. So here's the thing. This guy has a very clear answer. Because some of us, a lot of times we're like, hey, do you think it's possible to do that? Do you think that I can do that? Do I think that I can compete at this level? Do I think that I can get this position at my job? Like many of us have these what if questions, right? This individual doesn't have the what if when it comes to his running potential. He, he answered that question. He went all the way to the 50, 50, 10 miler, the 15, 35K at the end of a 20, 20 miler, right? Like he did all of these things. He pushed his body running wise to the absolute physical limit that he felt he had. And then he was able to go October 6, 2007. Okay, I'm done. That's my last day. But wait a minute, you, you didn't get to run into trials. Like, oh my gosh, aren't you like, yeah, it, it stings a little bit, but you know what? Like, like I took my body all the way to the cliff's edge and, and, that, and that was it. And you know, in, in that preparation and as I was self-aware going through this, I realized, you know what? The trials wasn't in the cards for me, but I'm okay with that. And so as we're chatting, it's like, he's all right. He's okay. And, and, and he's like, you know, Mario, I gave my 100% effort and I am, I am absolutely satisfied with that. And I said, amen, you should be, man. Like you should be satisfied with the fact that you gave it everything you had. I mean, you got a, a, a glimpse into your soul, into your running potential, you know, that a lot of people don't have. A lot of us have that what if kind of hanging around because we don't go pedal to the metal to really figure out how far we can go, right? Um, so I guess... Number one, I mean, how much of the 10% have, have we seen, right? How much of it have you seen? Have you seen that 10% before? You know, um, if you haven't, you're, you're probably not, you know, pushing yourself hard enough. But then here's where I want to land the plane for today. This young man has gone on to be a successful husband. He, he's, he's faithful to his wife. And he cares for his wife well. He talks about her frequently to me. He's a successful dad. Likewise, he, he loves talking about his kids and how he spends time with his kids. So he's a successful father. This young man is a, is a successful uh, business person. He works for a pretty large bank and he's got a very high position in that bank. And he leads a team of people and he leads them well. And we have conversations about how he does that. So the running preparation has simply switched modes to be his banking profession preparation, to be his husband preparation, to be his dad preparation. You see, so the time wasn't wasted. Like he can use those experiences, what he learned, his self-awareness from the experience of trying to get ready for the trials to pivot and use those in the other positions, in the other circumstances, in the other places that he's currently in, right? Because obviously it's been in the cards for him to be a successful husband and a successful dad. And it's in the cards for him to be a successful business person in the banking industry and just continue to like evolve in those roles and get better at those roles. So it wasn't time wasted for him. And I'm glad he went through the experience and I'm glad he was willing to share it with me 
because I am sharing it with you and hopefully you are getting something out of this. Not that you're a runner, not that you're in the banking industry, not that you're even a husband or you even have kids, but I mean, the principle underlying all of this is he starts off with saying, hey, the 100% effort, like the preparation, that's what you give. And then 90% of it is doesn't go the way you want it to when you put in that preparation. 90% of it is a botched performance or an uncontrollable or something, whatever, an obstacle of some sort. But man, you live for that 10%. You're longing for and, and knowing that that 10% is going to show up at some point where you're actually going to get a glimpse into, wow, this is what I'm capable of. Man, this is awesome. This is why I did the 100% in the preparation phase, in the process phase, because look at this 10%. And it keeps you moving along. So um, maybe this will get things rolling for you. Maybe you've wanted to reach out and uh, share a little bit of your story with me. Man, please do. I, I would love to hear from you. Um, I'd love to get in some discussion and some dialogue with you. So um, yeah, let me know. Like, what, is, what does all of this mean for you? What does it look like for you? What does your life currently look like? And what kinds of things are you currently uh, desiring to be successful at and achieve your best potential at? All right, y'all, uh, that is all I have for today. If you guys are listening to this podcast and you guys are interested in a partnership, so actually having me work with you on a one-on-one -on -one basis to talk a little bit more about your life, about mindset, about shifting perspective and doing all of these cool things that will allow you to reach your utmost potential, then uh, jump over onto the website, utmostperformance.info, and you can find more information about how to reach out to me and how to get the ball rolling on that. Ladies and gentlemen, have a fantastic rest of your day. Let's go get that 10% today. Y'all take care.